Wondering how you can get more traffic to your blog or website? We'll talk about that when we come back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Technically Speaking Podcast, the show where ministry and technology meet. I'm your host, Jack Dodgen, and today we're going to talk about uh, increasing the amount of traffic to your website. Uh, I just met uh, recently with somebody after the last episode uh, that sent me their blog and said, hey, can you look over this for me and let me know what you think as far as uh, layout and design and uh, the content itself and what can I do to uh, maybe uh, help kind of increase getting more people to my website uh, and my blog and all that. So I thought it would be good to talk about that today. Before we get into all that, uh, and I've got several points uh, to cover today, but before we get into all those, uh, I want to encourage you to check out strongchurch.org where this podcast is found. You may find it through Facebook as well on our Strong Church Facebook page. But strongchurch.org is where all of our podcasts are held and archived, Uh, not just this one, but also uh, a couple others that we do, uh, three others that we do actually. I'm I'm a part of two other ones, uh, and then we have another uh, that's run by uh, Chris, the other other founder of Strong Church. Uh, But check strongchurch.org out for those things, for these podcasts, for our articles uh, that come out mostly over things happening within the culture, uh, as well as some things on Bible study or specific passages that we've looked into or various topics uh, kind of within the church world uh, from more of a theology standpoint. We want to cover culture culture and uh, theology, and so you'll find a little bit of both of that uh, at Strong Church. Also check out Overcome, uh, formerly Overcome.org, is now WhenIamWeak.org. Uh, it's a website for helping people through pornography addiction, a, a problem that is just so very common, uh, but there's not a lot of help out there. So we wanted to provide that. WhenIamWeak.org, and that's a, a sister site to Strong Church and another uh, service we're trying to provide and help. One other people, thing before we begin uh, minister show here is that Christians, uh, this will be the last episode until the process uh, about mid January uh, past uh, pornography. We'll step back. We'll still have some things that get posted to the website uh, as well as to our Facebook page, kind of our top posts and some of our favorite posts uh, throughout the year. Uh, But this podcast, as well as some of the other ones, are taking a break just for the holiday season uh, because we'll be traveling and out doing other things. So uh, that'll be uh, this will be the last episode for this year, uh, but we'll be back uh, about mid-January to start recording some more things. And I've also uh, gone through the process now of starting to write down uh, some guests and some topics that I'd love for them to, to come talk to you about uh, on the show. So be looking forward to those uh, this next year as well. With all the kind of plug stuff out of the way, let's talk a little bit about, or maybe a lot of bit about, uh, how you get more readership to your blog. Uh, and the the reason that this is important is uh, because hopefully you're you're writing to instruct other people to teach other people, uh, maybe just enlighten, point something out. Maybe you're just wanting to provide a service. Like there are uh, people I know who write, kind of giving out devotional or sermon idea type of things, and so they're they're just putting something out there that's kind of a helpful 
here's a jump starter to a lesson or something like that. Whatever it is that you're wanting to do, chances are you are writing those things or videoing those things, recording those things so that other people will see, read, or hear those things. I mean, you you want people to actually take in the content that you are putting out. That's why you start a blog uh, mostly. S- some of you may be writing just because you want to put your thoughts somewhere. But something possessed you to put them online. So uh, there, there's probably, and if you're listening to this, there's going to be this desire within you to say, okay, I'm writing these things down. I'm doing this study, doing this work so that I can share this with other people because I think other people need to to hear it. Other people need to think about these things or whatever it might be. So how do you actually increase traffic on your blog? If you are a new blogger, chances are you uh, don't have a lot of traffic. Uh, unless you just happen to uh, maybe know a lot of people, you've written some stuff in the past uh, for for other people, or you've got a lot of others kind of promoting you and helping you along. If you're just starting out kind of on your own, putting stuff out there, you're not going to get a lot uh, going on uh, to your blog. You're not going to get a lot of traffic, and that's, that's okay. Uh, that's how that starts. You've got to snowball and kind of work into it. Uh, and so what we're going to talk about today are some things, just four things that you can do. Uh, and you may not be able to do all of these things, and, and that's okay, uh, but I want to put all of these things out there. Uh, so that you can kind of pick and choose from those and go, okay, I have the time for this, or I think I have the ability to do these things, or or what have you. Uh, When I first started uh, blogging, I was probably, I mean, I I remember being psyched to get, you know, 200 people a month or something like that. Uh, And now I'm, uh, when I go look at the analytics, I'm kind of disappointed if we're not close to 1,000 article that goes up. The podcasts are very low hitting right now as far as viewership goes. Uh, And that's, I mean, these are all things that you can check. uh, And I'm fine to talk about numbers and things like that, because we want to keep growing and keep putting things out there and keep getting better at this stuff. The podcasts are kind of a new venture for us. We really only started uh, we've only had one of these for a, a couple years now, uh, but the rest of these podcasts are new. Uh, and so we're still trying to build steam with them, still trying to grow them. We're experimenting with some things, a little bit of which I'll talk about on here. Uh, but that's that's how it starts. You start out small, and you've got to work your way up into those things. Our Facebook page is now close to 2,300 people, uh, 2,300 likes on there. It didn't start that way. I mean, it started really small, and then we put stuff out there, and people liked it, and they invited their friends, and it was, it's been a process over the course of several years. And honestly, uh, over 2,000 might sound like, well, that's a lot of likes for a Facebook page. Uh, it's not when you consider how long we've done this and – and things like that, we actually think that that's incredibly low and would love to see that be much higher. Uh, but these things have worked for us from smaller to not as small is where I would put us uh, kind of uh, in today's category where we are now. We started out small. We're not as small anymore, but we still got a lot of room to grow. These are a few of the things that I have found to be effective that I, in reading other people, other writers, uh, other social media Uh, marketers and things and and what they do to drive traffic. These are things they've suggested and found successful as well. And so I want to go ahead and share these things with you. Uh, It's very likely that this will become a write-up podcast as well. So if you'd rather read this, uh, be on the lookout for that kind of written form of this podcast very soon. First thing you can do, uh, 
Uh, if you're wanting to get more people to your blog, your podcast, whatever it is, uh, have a consistent upload schedule. Uh, the fact that you upload is not going to be enough to get people to come see your stuff. Uh, it's enough to get your, your, your parents and stuff to come read it. Like I remember, uh, when I was first blogging, I would, I would ask my parents, Hey, did you see my article and things like that? I would, I'd always ask my parents, my parents would always see it, uh, and that kind of thing. And they, they would see it whenever I put it up because, you know, I'm their son and that's what they're going to do. They're going to read that. They're going to support me in that way. Uh, but outside of, you know, family and maybe some really good friends, uh, you're not going to get a consistent readership if you don't have a consistent upload schedule. There is kind of a uh, a caveat to that. If you have something that kind of puts the content in people's laps, like they sign up for an email subscription, for instance, uh, then they'll get the email. And chances are they're probably getting it on their phone. So as soon as you send it out, boom, it's there on their phone. If you send those out at the right time, uh, of day, which we won't talk about in this episode, but we'll talk about in the future. You send that out at the right time. Maybe they read it then. And so if you upload Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, or just change all those up every week, that may not matter as much. Uh, I don't have as much experience with that. Uh, I haven't really done email subscription stuff. That wasn't just a daily thing anyway, uh, when things were being uploaded on a daily schedule. So I don't know if that affects things. I imagine that it would. But again, you've got to get people to buy into actually subscribing to the email list or, you know, a text list or whatever it is that you're, you're trying to get people to sign up for. You have to earn that. You've got to, you've got to show that you deserve to be subscribed to. Uh, and so that's, that's not something if you're kind of starting out, that's really all that realistic for you at the beginning. So what you need to do is load your article, whether it's one a week it's three a week, you know, it's an article and a podcast every week, whatever it is, do that at a consistent time uh, on a consistent day. Uh, I, for a long time, would post articles for Strong Church on Wednesdays. Uh, that's not something I do anymore. I've moved it now to Thursdays. I needed the time uh, to do that. It helped me out a lot. And we've gone through some changes. When Strong Church first started, there were uh, there were five of us. Uh, who were writers, and so we had something all uh, every weekday, uh, and I believe I wrote on Mondays then, uh, but you had something every weekday, and then that kind of tapered off because not everybody uh, was as interested in staying on with writing and things like that, and as we grew, things changed, uh, and I would write you know, every Wednesday, and then it turned into every Thursday. And right now it's every other Thursday, plus the occasional kind of bonus article. I've got to write stuff for overcome and whatever you do, whatever fits into your, your comfort zone. But once you have committed to, okay, this is my comfort zone. I can do one a week, then do one a week. And there are things like I'm on vacation and so I, I didn't write something new or I was hospitalized or whatever, you know, I, was at, I had a funeral to go to, something like that. Those things come up, but those can't be regular things. Those have to be irregular. It has to be weird when your people who read your stuff go to your uh, Facebook page or something and find, oh, they didn't upload today. And it would be good for you to tell them, 
yeah, sorry, we didn't upload today because I've got a funeral, but I've got an article coming for you tomorrow, or this is the one from last week, uh, and I'll, I'll have a new one for you guys next week. Uh, kind of keep people in the loop with all that stuff, but it needs to be weird that you're not uploading at the time that you normally do. Uh, your schedule, when you make it consistent, uh, the people who read your stuff or whatever it is that you're producing, uh, the people who come to consume that content uh, will begin to be trained to look for it at those times. People know that 9.30 on Tuesday or 9.30 every other Monday, 9.30 every other uh, Tuesday, uh, Thursday mornings, Fridays at 9.30 and then again close to 11.30, uh, they're going to be getting articles and various things. Like They know that's, that's the time. It's 9.30 Central. It's when I upload. Uh, we've just now started to upload as well at 7 in the morning. Uh, Central Time and 10 p.m. Central Time, uh, same day for when articles and things go up, just with our articles for the moment. And uh, we're kind of hitting different audiences with that, but the 931, when I go back and look at the statistics, that's when the highest spike of readership is throughout the day. And that's because people who like Strong Church, they know 930 Thursday, they're going to get an article from me. Uh, that's that's what they've seen for the last uh, year or so now. That's what they're used to. Uh, and you have to be that consistent, and it trains people to start looking for your stuff. Uh, of course, you've got to make sure your stuff's good enough to be uh, read and come back to every week, but that's, that's another podcast for another time. So the first thing you can do, get more readership to your blog, have a consistent upload schedule. The, se the second is this, and I inserted this just before I started recording this because it, it was one that I felt needed to be talked about. Uh, titles are very important uh, to increase readership. Uh, we will do a dedicated episode to clickbait what it is uh, and why it's bad, why it's good, why, it, why people use it. Uh, and how to kind of utilize uh, titling effectively uh, in your in your marketing, but titling is very important. Uh, you you can't just write something on, hey, you know, I'm going to talk about the faith of Abraham, and so I'm going to title my article the faith of Abraham. All right, that's what it's about. You're not misleading anybody. It's not wrong, but it's also not exciting. It's not. And you might say, well, it should be exciting. The faith of Abraham is, you know, it's an amazingly rich topic. And if people would read my article, they would just know that. That may be true, but there are a hundred article titles that come across my Facebook page any given day. Faith of Abraham doesn't jump out at me as, oh, I, I have to click on this. At the same time, you don't want to do stuff like, uh, you know, Abraham's faith pushed him to do this, you know, you won't believe what happens next. You know, if you're, maybe you got a picture of uh, one of those kind of older pictures of his, his son laying on the wood and, you know, Abraham's got the dagger up in the air or whatever. That's, uh, that's, that's clever perhaps, but at the same time, that, that's the kind of stuff that uh, I don't think is all that great. It does get people to click, but uh, you you really need to deliver with it because that stuff gets old real fast. Uh, and if you spend any time on Facebook, you know exactly what I'm talking about, how old it gets real fast because you see those articles all the time. When I talk about a good title, I'm talking about something. Let's just stick with Faith of Abraham. Maybe you've got this great illustration at the beginning before you kind of get into the text that you're dealing with uh, of somebody who showed tremendous faith 
in something they were doing. There's a uh, there's a man who, and I can't his his name doesn't come to me right now, uh, but he was a, a tightrope walker and he uh, tightrope walked over Niagara Falls. And at one point during a show, people are amazed. He's going back and forth and all that stuff. He gets a wheelbarrow, uh, and all these people, you know, think he's great, think he's amazing. And then he says, "Who wants to hop in, you know, and go across?" And nobody's really interested in doing that. That's a that's a lack of faith example. And so maybe that's your uh, that's that's your illustration before you get into the faith article and the faith of Abraham and all that stuff. And so your title is uh, something like "The Man Who Walked Across Niagara Falls." Like that's that is more of an exciting title. You're not misleading. It's true. It's in your it's in your post. You're talking about it, and you're using that as a segue to talk about tremendous faith uh, of Abraham. Uh, but that's something I'm more willing to click on. Your article picture, along with that title, is probably not. It's one of these old painted pictures of Abraham, uh, but a picture of this guy, and there are actually pictures of this guy. Uh, walking over uh, Niagara Falls on this rope. So you could use something like that. Uh, But that's what I mean by titling. If you want more people to click and be interested, you have to encourage them to be, you've got, you got to give them a reason to be interested. You can't just assume, uh, hey, the, the content that's here is enough to get people interested because people can't see the content unless they click on the article. You have to get people with the title or with the picture or both in order to get them to click and see, and then you deliver on your content. And you deliver on that Faith of Abraham article, and people will go, over time, people aren't really going to care as much about your title. New people will, but people who have been with you for a while won't care as much because they know that, man, this girl, this guy, they've got great stuff that they write. I'm going to read it. Anytime something comes out, I'm reading it. Even if it's the most mundane of titles because you've now earned uh, their respect. You've you've earned their time. You've earned uh, their uh, time when they're scrolling through, seeing all these other articles to go, okay, I have to read from Jack. I've got to read from Strong Church and what they've posted today. Uh, but until you get to that point, If you want to bring in newer readership or just get more people interested in what it is that you're posting, uh, your titles are very important uh, as far as that goes along. So to recap a little bit, you need to have a consistent upload schedule. You need to have great titles, interesting titles. uh, If you want more people to read your stuff, watch your stuff. Uh, Number three, you have to be okay with self-promotion. If you don't put your stuff out there to be read or watched, nobody else is going to do it for you. Like that's, that's it. You have to put it out there. Uh, and I know that you're already going through the trouble of putting it out there just by virtue of creating a website where this content is posted. Nobody asked you to do that. You know, you, what gives you the right to post your thoughts, you know, whatever, whatever doubts may be running through your mind. I've been there. I understand that, but you have to be okay with saying, all right, I wrote this so that people will see it. And so I got to put it out there. Uh, using Strong Church as an example, and this isn't a uh, this isn't a hubris thing. This is just what I'm familiar with. I'm familiar with Strong Church because I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, we post. Uh, I, I posted an article the day I'm recording this. It's a Wednesday, uh, and I just posted an article today. I posted it at seven this morning, again at nine thirty, and it'll post again at ten p.m. tonight. Uh, and that's typical of my articles when they upload. Going to share those three times on the same page. Uh, 
with the podcast, we'll post it at 9.30, and then we'll post it again late night. Uh, so just twice on the podcast, because uh, I think that's all that's necessary. And, and so we do that, uh, and that's, that's kind of the promotion. Uh, aside from that, I will go and share it to my personal Facebook page. I will uh, retweet it on Twitter to my personal Twitter account. Uh, my articles and other things. And I typically do this just with my stuff. I don't do it with every podcast, with every article, uh, because I think that's too much. People don't follow Jack Dodgen for those things. They follow Strong Church for those things. Uh, but anything that I write, I share with people uh, on my personal pages. Uh, any more than that, I will, uh, once a week when I write an article, uh, I will share that to uh, maybe one or two groups on Facebook and put that on there, but I don't share everything to those groups on Facebook. Again, those groups aren't mine. Uh, they are a place where stuff can be uploaded, but I don't want to overdo that. Uh, and so I've I've made it a habit of when I write something, I'm going to share it on my personal page. It's going to be shared on Strong Church multiple times because people like the Strong Church Facebook page for the stuff we put out. And so I'm fine to post it three times there. People have given me the permission to do that to their timeline. People have not, who are friends of Jack David on Facebook, People have not given me the permission to clog up their timeline like that. So I only share it once personally. Uh, but you have to be willing to do that in the first place. I've got friends who have written books that are like, oh, I've written this book, but I don't want to go tell people to buy my book because, you know, I'm not that guy. You've got to be that guy. You you put something out. If you did the work, the time, all the effort to make this book and you think it's worth it, you need to tell people about it. And you shouldn't feel ashamed about that. That doesn't mean that you post three times a week about your book or you constantly throw it out there. Hey, you know, I wrote a book, you should buy it, stuff like that. Uh, but you should on occasion put it out there. You know, when it's a new book once a week for the next month, do that, you know, maybe twice a week for the next month, you put a lot of work into, you know, this is a four year endeavor. Tell people about it. And if you think it's important enough that you wrote a book about it, it's important enough that you put aside the sense of, well, this is embarrassing or I, you know, I don't want to be one of those people. Put all that aside and go, if it was, wor- if it was worth it enough to spend so- X a number of years on this, it's worth it enough to, to share this on Facebook. Uh, so you have to be willing to promote yourself, to share these things. Uh, over time, uh, hopefully you have a Facebook page for your website or Twitter or wherever it is, and you direct people to that over time. That's them giving you permission now to share things a little more often. They are liking your page, your Twitter, whatever, so that uh, they can see your content more often. They're giving you permission to, okay, you can show me twice a day this thing that you've uploaded for the day. And that's perfectly fine. If they, if I don't want that, I will unlike your page. People who are friends with you, that's not what they're looking for. So there's a balance you've got to strike. Uh, but it starts with you saying, I'm okay with sharing this. All right, I'm not going to, <laughs> not going to run over this last point as long. Uh, but I think it's very important. This, this, I'm already, I'm already too rambly. I do love talking about this stuff though. Uh, number four. So we have consistent upload schedule, titling, being okay with promoting yourself. And then the fourth one here is provide other content than just whatever your main thing is. Uh, we've, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, Strong Church puts out, and this is Overcome included. Uh, we have four different podcasts. Uh, we have, 
two or three different types of articles that go up uh, any given week. We have uh, on occasion videos. Those are kind of more quarterly now and things like that, but it, it changes. Uh, we're going to start doing some Facebook Live stuff, and those are kind of our main pieces of content. So we've needed to do more to kind of fill in the gaps of days that we're not uploading because it's at the moment it's me and another guy and we have two websites and uh, four different social media places to upload things to and so it's it's difficult to have a constant kind of churning out of of stuff so we got to fill in the gaps this is what we've come up with every Friday uh, through Strong Church on Facebook and Twitter we feature. We do Feature Friday. We, we feature two different uh, sets of uh, either articles, videos, whatever, from other Christian people that we read or listen to or watch. Uh, and so we do that every week. And that's something that if you if you like our Facebook page on Strong Church, you'll see you know, we featured this writer and then this video or this podcast and this podcast or these two writers or uh, just articles that we think were very well done from that week. And put that stuff up there. And that's a way for us to kind of collaborate to some degree uh, with these other people to show that, you know, we're all trying to accomplish the same goal here. We're all on the same team. Uh, And it provides uh, information we think is very great, even though we didn't put it out. Somebody else put it out. We think it's wonderful. We want to share that with uh, with our audience. And so we do that. We've also started to, um, and we do this for the Technically Speaking podcast. Uh, where I will put out uh, a thing that's templated uh, that's got the the podcast logo and all that stuff on it. And I put a quote from each episode. And so like this episode that I'm filming right now, the one that you're listening to, there will be one of these template things uh, next week. So a week after this podcast goes out, and it will be one of those things where this was what the last episode, this is something I talked about, and you can catch this podcast every other Thursday. So it's a reminder about this show, while also kind of, um, uh, while also kind of maybe drawing interest to it by pulling out, you know, the good quote uh, that was from the episode. And I'm gonna have to listen all the way back through these 30 minutes to find what that good quote is. Uh, but you put that thing out there, maybe that catches people's attention. People like the image. The images do very well on social media. And so uh, those have been very good for us, have been shared a lot more than I thought they would be, and I think have helped uh, grow traffic to this podcast in particular. Uh, we've also started to uh, not connected to any of the actual main content we put out. Uh, we put these out through our, um, our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just questions. And it's the same type of thing. Uh, it's got strongchurch.org uh, down at the bottom. Uh, and it's just a white background with a bunch of red dots because that's our color. And so I've, I didn't want it just to be a white box. Uh, and I put a question in there. Stuff like, what was the sermon about this Sunday? Uh, if you could ask Jesus one question, what would it be? What's your favorite verse of the Bible? What's the most encouraging verse of the Bible? Just stuff like that. And we'll put those out there. And it's not trying to draw people to any particular podcast or article that we've done. Uh, It is simply just trying to get more engagement with people. Uh, And the more often we do that, the more we see people engaging with us. And there have been people, uh, because we've only been doing that the last few weeks, there have been people over these last few weeks that have started liking articles and things that weren't before. And I don't think it's because they didn't like those things. I think it's because they didn't really see them. It wasn't really on their radar. But when you have 
oh, cool, Strong Church is liking my stuff. They're retweeting. Hey, they're responding to me. That's really cool. Uh, I, you know, I think this is a good question. They, they want to hear from me. That stuff has really helped uh, as far as traffic goes. And uh, in the written form of this, uh, I will have uh, some of those templates set out for you so that you can see and just be like, oh, there it is. I made them all in PowerPoint. They're not hard to put together. Um, but that's just that's just one little thing uh, that we've started to implement, started to do so that we could uh, kind of better reach people through those times where we have gaps of content, where we're not actually uploading uh, something new. Uh, so those are the those are the four things I've got today. That's uh, I'm sure there's more stuff. I always say that because there's there's more stuff that I'm sure I didn't think of that I missed. Uh, but consistent upload schedule, your titling, being able to promote yourself and your content, and providing other content to kind of fill in the gaps uh, and give something for uh, your audience to engage with throughout the week. Start doing those four things uh, as much as you can uh, and. Uh, at at the very least, pick some of those things that you know, okay, I can do this. I can start uploading on the same day at the same time every week. I know that I can do that. Start there and then work your way up to some of these other things. But if you want to increase readership in your blog, it's going to take a lot more than just, oh, I uploaded a post that should do it. Uh, it requires work. It's going to require effort on, on your part, and it's going to require uh, consistency, trying some things out, maybe failing at those things, uh, but ultimately trying and trying and staying on top of it. As always, I want to hear from you. Uh, what other tips do you have uh, in increasing readership to your blog? I know there are a lot of, of you out there who may have very successful blogs or podcasts or, or what have you. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, you can comment on SoundCloud where this podcast is found. You can also comment on our Strong Church Facebook page and on strongchurch.org, I believe, through Facebook. Uh, or you can email me at strongchurchministries.com at gmail.com uh, about this show. You can send me your blog. Somebody did that uh, just this past week and said, hey, can you look over this for me? I'm happy to do that. love to do that. Uh, if you want to send me your blog, get some uh, get some of my opinion on it. Uh, and also send us topics that you have for maybe future episodes, stuff that you want me to talk about. We will be on a bit of a hiatus, as I told you before, but I look forward to being back, and I've got a bunch of things written down that I'm excited to talk to you about. Uh, you can find this episode and past episodes at strongchurch.org. Just click on the podcast tab at the top. And you'll find all those. You can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. This has been Technically Speaking, and I'll see you next time.